You want to make mom smile this Mother's Day? You can start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brands she loves, delivered the very same day with DoorDash. Wow, that's a great idea. Moms are such a gift to us, and we should treat them the same way, with gifts, especially on Mother's Day. I didn't know DoorDash was doing that. That's exceptional. If your mom has a sweet tooth, or if she's a tech enthusiast, beauty connoisseur, if she's outdoorsy, no matter what she's into, you can make her smile with a fruit or flower bouquet, makeup, tech gear, workout wear, and more, all deliverable through DoorDash. Get all your Mother's Day gifts all in one place and get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 or more on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with code THEO. That's T-H-E-O. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Hello, Ed Vance for Advance Auto Parts here. Welcome to Ed Talk Radio. Today's episode, how to save at the pump. Short answer, Advance Speed Perks. Slightly longer answer, you can use your Speed Perks points at participating Shell stations to save money on fuel. The more Speed Perks points you have, the more you can save on gas. Then you can tell everybody you saved at the pump. People love that. Okay, Thanks for listening to my Ed Talk. This is how we advance. Manscaped has been busy and just launched the redefined body wash and two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner. They have everything you need to take care of your body and keep your hair tidy. Damn it. Do well. Look decent. It's your crotch. Christ. Support the podcast to get 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash Theo. That's 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash T-H-E-O. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all. From Manscaped, your balls will thank you. Is there something interfering with your happiness? Do you Have you ever had happiness? That's a question I've also, often asked myself. Do I have, have I ever had happiness? Better help can help. If there are questions about your mental and well-being and your depression, anxiety, you need answers. Better help is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches that make it easy and free to change counselors if you need. You can Zoom with them. You can do on the phone. You can even text them. Visit betterhelp.com Theo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Theo. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've gotten BetterHelp, and TPW listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Theo. Today's episode is brought to you by Liquid Death. Today's guest is a valiant man, valiant young man. He's from Australia, if you believe in that. And he is a, uh, he's a world-class gold medalist in scooter games, and in BMX uh, bicycling. This man has done things that you and I could never fathom doing. Even our dreams, we can't do the things that this man does in actuality. He's uh, a member of the Nitro Circus. He's won countless gold medals. He's uh, from Australia, and we are so happy to have him here today. Mr. Ryan Williams. Myself all my shine that light on me. 
Yeah. How you feeling, man? I feel good. Yeah. How, did you have a good time? I'm sitting here with Ryan Williams, um, who was a real uh, cyclist, I guess, is a you know a real astronaut cyclist, almost ex gamer. What's kind of the appropriate <laughs> term for somebody like you? Uh, I guess you would say a professional BMX rider and a professional scooter rider. Okay. Action sports athlete. Okay. I try to do it all. You do? Yeah. Okay, so, and um, action sports, like, so when you when people say action sports, that encompasses what? Um, anything that's kind of like, I guess, I guess slightly dangerous and considered a sport. Okay. I would say so. Yeah. And, um, and I saw you last night. We went to the comedy show. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. sick. Did you have a good actually. time? Yeah, it was it was so good, and I was like, uh, I don't know. I've only been to um, the comedy store like before that, yeah. And then, um, so this was like the second time going uh, somewhere in Hollywood, yeah. Oh, nice, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you guys. Uh, yeah, that was such a surprise, dude. So do you have? Do you go to a place? Uh, so you live in Australia, right? Yeah, yeah. And do you? Is there a comedy place you go to there? Yeah. No, I've actually never seen a comedy show in Australia. Wow. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I'm living here in Huntington Beach, but, um, usually Sunshine Coast in Australia. And you've been to Australia, right? Yeah, I've been to Australia, man. I really like Australia. You know, I like a lot of, I like how it all started with the inmates and everything, putting all like the seedy <laughs> people over there. Yeah, yeah. I love seedy people. And so I think I love that about it, you know, just seeing yeah. the children and grandchildren of seedy people and just seeing like the, ant, you know, all the unique animals. It feels almost like a. It feels almost like a, um, like a secret location, kind of, you know. Yeah. Uh, or it seems like a, um, like a practice facility for humanity. That's what and and and, and Mother Nature. It feels like a training ground for like humans and Mother Nature. That's what I feel like. <laughs> Just to see how it like mixes. I feel like yeah. it helps. Uh, it must be like in the blood because I feel like a lot of us have like a few screws loose, and that's why why you see us in action sports like. Just sending it. Yeah. Oh, there's a different level. Yeah, Australians have a different thing inside of them. And I don't know if it's a – do they know if it's a scientific thing, you think? Like if it's like a uh, – Maybe generational. I don't know. I wonder if there's like that rebellious thing because cause Australia started because I think they were inmates from England. They put them there, right? Yeah, yeah. So there was like convicts and they um shipped them over because they was like, they're like, oh, we want to free up some space here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. send them off to the mainland. A little, we need a little more bandwidth over here at the prison. <laughs> so we're gonna send we're gonna send a couple uh, a couple of bad boys over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love Australia, man. I had a great time. Um, so how do you, so so your world is mostly like take me through how you kind of got started, man? Because I know you and I just met on IG. I was in like I love all your like tricks, and it seems so extreme, and like I get nervous being at like high speeds and stuff. So <laughs> when I see somebody like you, I'm like, damn, this guy, you know, he's really able to level up like in this um, you know, this guy seems like a real like a you know uh, uh just like a real energy drink of a kind of guy, you know. <laughs> I felt like yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess it started like. Where the action sports started was I watched the X Games and I, like there was a movie called The Ultimate X and it had like guys like Travis Pastrana, Tony Hawk and like I seen that and I think all I had at the time were like rollerblades because my yeah. mom took me to the roller drone, you know, oh. so I was like, I want to go to the skate park now. What do I have? Rollerblades. So I just like went to the skate park on my rollerblades and fell on my butt like 500 times and then pretty much from then on I was just like the skate park rat. 
Right. You know, skate park kid. And so at skate parks over there, are people doing drugs and stuff, or is it mostly just skating? Um, You can probably find drugs at the skate park, but I like... It, there's certain skate parks, like the skate park I mainly go to, it's got a fence around it, so you don't just go chill there and do drugs. You kind of like right. pay to go in, and you're not going to pay twice to do drugs. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, if you do your drugs and then you go in there, it'd be, yeah. <laughs> You want to save that money, I think, and just do your drugs outside, probably. Yeah. Um, so when you started, like, did you find that you were good at it in, in the beginning? Because sometimes I wonder how much of a um, – to be, like, an extreme sports person. Yeah. How much, like – how much, like – um is it in you and then how much is it that you can learn? Like, Oh, yeah. Um, I've always felt like something like that is not in me, dude. Like – yeah, you know, I'll I, even like even you know sometimes people like when the car stops real fast, people will put their hand over the person. Yeah, yeah. I will make people put their hand over me even if we're just <laughs> kind of cruising along. Yeah, I guess. Um, I would say I guess it is built in a little bit. Like you kind of have to be a little bit wild because you got to get over the hill. You know, you're gonna crash. You right. are gonna crash. There's like no way not to really if you want to push that that upper level. But I guess it is something you could definitely learn. Like obviously, I started I started just for fun, and okay. I was just like. All my homies were like down the skate park and then that's why I jumped on a scooter because I was like the only rollerblade kid. Just all like the lonely rollerblader basically down the skate park and all my mates rode scooters. And I was like, man, I want to ride with, the, I want to learn with everybody else. So I ended up like, I had to borrow like their scooter and their shoes because obviously I rollerbladed. Oh, so yeah, I didn't have shoes. You can't rollerblade on the scooter yet. No, well you can if you try hard enough. But uh, yeah, pretty much just, all, it was all fun at the start and then you like build up and just... I don't know, you slowly progress, but I guess at the start, you obviously have to be able to get hurt and not, like, cry about it kind of thing. You have to, like, get pick yourself up and keep going. And if you see somebody with a like, were you helmeted in the beginning? Are people in helmets or not? Yeah, yeah, helmeted. And is it well-received by others if you wear a helmet, or is it kind it, of... It's a, it's, um, it depends what you're doing. Like, you're not going to go out there and do a triple backflip with no helmet on, because you, if you crash, then... You're not going to be doing any more flips after that. You might, yeah. you know, like you can get seriously hurt. But definitely, like the skateboarding realm is like, yeah, if you don't, you're not wearing, a, if you're wearing a helmet, like only in a stair set, they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. But it's kind of well received in scooter and BMX to wear the helmet because a lot of people have gotten hurt even with a helmet on and like can't ride anymore. So it's like, if everyone wasn't wearing a helmet, then there'd be way less BMX riders because I think that. Oh, it's dangerous. That, yeah. that, it gets that dangerous, huh? It, it definitely does get dangerous. And it's just like, why not have a helmet on and just protect your noggin? Yeah, I just always, I would never want my kids, I don't think, to see me in a helmet, you know, if I'm a dad, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's such a. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you might not suit a helmet. I don't think I've ever seen a picture of you in a helmet, so. Yeah. And there's yeah. probably a reason for that. Yeah, probably a reason for it. <laughs> yeah. But I think, yeah, if a kid sees their dad in a helmet, I think it just does something to a kid that it's just hard to like. You guys' helmets is different because they're more like cool looking helmets, I yeah, feel like. Yeah. But if you're in like one of like, if you're like on a bicycle, like in the neighborhood and you're, and your dad drives up the driveway in the bike and he has on a helmet, I feel like it just, I don't know. I would feel so sad for my dad and then I would feel so sad for me, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Like, if you're wearing a cyclist helmet, the worst ones, I think, I don't know if you have, like, birds that swoop you here. Like, we have magpies in Australia, mm -hmm. and they, like, swoop you. So, you see cyclists, they'll they'll have, like, a cycling helmet, and then they'll have zip ties, like, pointing up in the air. To keep so, the birds Keep the out? birds from swooping their heads. Wow, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, I used to paint this, this, uh, I used to paint fences on this man's property, and I used to do it with this big, uh, 
kind of urban gentleman, and he died actually, but he was alive at this point. And we used to, he also used to cut grass. This dude, Johnny was his name, Big Johnny, and he wore these, he had like, it was big, he had like real dark skin, and he had a uh, big chest hair, and he would have these jewel, like a lot of gold and stuff, and yeah. silver choice chains and stuff in it. And he was a homosexual guy, actually. I didn't know that at the time, but people <laughs> said he was later. But anyway, he, um, the birds would come, he and I would paint these fences, yeah. and the birds would swoop down, because he had a big afro, so the birds would swoop <laughs> down to get into his hair. Yeah. So at one point, my only responsibility was to have this like badminton racket, <laughs> and just fucking swat away all like these, uh, I, I want to say it was nightingales, but it might have been something else. They were trying to like nest? Yeah, they come in and trying to nest at him. He's like, you got my back. I'm like, I got you, bud. So I'm just sitting there all day just fucking, just uh, just love, love with Mother Nature, you know. Um, but but anyway, yeah. So because, yeah, I think sometimes if I had that helmet, it would make me, if I saw my dad on a regular bicycle. But in mm -hmm. your sport, you guys need the helmet. Yeah, yeah. I'd suggest wearing a helmet just because you could like not even be trying anything crazy and just like fall over and just hit your head. And there's like, a, there's a lot of guys that like, have had brain injuries and then they can't ride and it's right. like if they and there's be people that get hurt not wearing a helmet and can't ride so it's oh. like may as well just wear one but I, I get where you're coming from but i'll stick to wearing a helmet i think yeah yeah <laughs> um so what about this so you get going you get now was it frowned upon that you're in there with the uh rollerblades was that kind of like a yeah well yeah at the, it was because i i rolled away for like four years but it was kind of like that's all i had you know right i was just my i, I was uh grew up with a single mom and she was like she, that's all we could afford right, right. we that's just had the rollerblades and then it's like i was like sweet and then once i started i was like man this is fun like this is so fun. I'm just going to rollerblade because it's so fun. It's the only thing I had tried. Yeah. So I did that for like four years. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine rollerblading for four years, man. It, I mean, Not it, straight. Just uh, like on oh, and off. On and off. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Man. <laughs> and so then you, you get up to the scooter. So is that where you start to like make your like, where do you start to kind of make your climb into like this fucking like astrophysicist on a scooter? Like you're like this like. You're like a bullet, kind of like. Where do you start to make your climb then? Um, I would say like, I jump on a scooter. I think I rode for like maybe three or four years, and then kind of got sponsored. And then once I got sponsored, that we did like a trip to um the USA, and that okay. was like when I was like, what? Like I'm riding a scooter, and like oh, they're, they're flying me over to the USA to just ride skate parks. This right. is like kind of like mind blowing. This is crazy. So where were you riding when you're riding before you're still at these skate parks locally? Yeah, all just the skate parks, and then for about so yeah, for about five five or six years, it was just the skate park stuff, and then that's like after that, Nitro Circus see me on YouTube, right? And they were like, oh, let's give this guy a go on this forty foot jump and then see what he can do. And I was like, let's go. I was seventeen years old, just Damn. like ready to send it you didn't want it so you didn't have any so like yeah was there a lot of fear or anything like what goes what starts to go away does the fear start to go away or take me through some of that yeah. process because you're let's see if we can pull up one of yours um just pull up one of uh i just want to cut you to kind of take me through what's what some of this is when you like because now you yeah. do some pretty you're on like some pretty intense ramps huh yeah um Probably go like just a single trick. Don't do the. Just type in like triple front flip. That's a good one. That's probably my hardest one on scooter. Okay, let's look for that one. Maybe just type can. triple front flip in the top. Yeah. 
Ah, uh, no, down one. Yeah. There we go. I'm probably just skipping a little bit, but this one was crazy because it was like they built this jump just for me to do this trick. Wow. And like the thing is, I I'm always scared. Like I'm always scared. The, the fear is always there. It's just the confidence is built, built up. You know, I I've gained confidence in my abilities in myself. Hey, hold on. We can hear that in here. It's too loud in yeah. here. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I don't even think we need the audio of it if we can. No. We can probably just look at the video. Okay, so right here. So they're building this. They built this yeah. ramp. So this was at Travis Pastrana's house. So is this when you, once you get on, this is this once you get over here to the US? Yeah, yeah. On this, that tour? Nah, not that first tour. This is like after I've been on Nitro Circus. And then I'm like, this is when I'm kind of really starting my career. Look. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but this is. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> yeah. You look like a full-on dame from fucking Adelaide, bro. You look like a yeah. single mom from I don't know, Adelaide. I don't know what look I was going for there. But, yeah, um, they built this ramp just for this trick. And I was so scared because no one had ever landed a triple front flip on BMX. And it's still, like, one of the hardest tricks I've ever done, even though this is, like, I don't know, seven years ago. Dude, now, did you did these guys think you could do it? Are guys, like, psyched for each other? Is yeah. it, like, a lot of camaraderie? Yeah, that's the thing about action sports is that, like, we know that if the other guy doesn't land it, like, he can get really hurt. So it's all just, like, we're all homies. Everyone's cheering everyone on. No one wants anyone to fail. We want everyone to win. Right. And this is my homie. I was actually racing him to do the first one, and he, he, got, he got to do the first attempt. And, yeah, you'll see. It's just explosion. Jesus. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> and is that a children's bike? I mean, kind of. It's a full. It's a full man bike. Okay. Yeah, a kid could ride it though. Yeah, it was not. It was. It was wild. Wow. So when you're going up this, like, what speed are you going whenever you hit this? Whenever you go up this ramp? I think we had a speed speedometer, and it was like 35 miles per hour, 35, 40. Yeah. <laughs> and so, all right. So you get on this bike. You I just like what I do is kind of like you can close your you know you can close your eyes mm -hmm. and you can write your name you know right you know so it's like that I've I've rode a BMX so long that I can like picture it in my head before I even do it so it's like I just close my eyes and I like have like a simulator in my brain that I've um, created over like 15 years of riding action sports and I can just play that trick out boom boom in my head 30 times before I drop in and then I drop in. And it's like, okay, this is what I have to do. I'm doing it. And then I'm, as I'm doing it, I'm like calculating, okay, is this what was meant to be happening? Is this what I imagined was going to be happening? Right. And if it is, I'm like, sweet, stay on. Right. And if I'm looking and I'm seeing something else, I'm like, all right, how, am I not, how do I not land on my head right now? Right. So at a certain point, it's just you realize it's kind of survival. Like if it's if something feels a little bit off or something, you realize at that point I just need to land. I need to land safely and yeah. redo it. Again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like I'm a professional crasher. I would say as well to be a professional action sports athlete, you have to be a professional crasher because if you if you can't crash, then you can't get back up and try again. Manscaped has been busy and just launched the redefined body wash and two in one shampoo plus conditioner. They have everything you need to take care of your body and keep your hair tidy. Damn it. Do well. Look decent. It's your crotch. Christ. You know, that new lawnmower 4.0 trimmer from Manscaped. God, it really does. If you want that male landing strip, if you want to put them uh, buck antlers above your wiener or that antenna, 
that old TV antenna like your grandfather used to have and watch the ball games, you can do it well for your own dick and crotch and female crotch area. You can do it, Manscaped. Manscaped.com is where you want to go to get it. Slash Theo. The performance package includes that weed whacker. Do your, uh, edge your garden. Edge your cut. Dude, if your friend's in a coma, trim his crotch up while he's out. Next thing you know, he wakes up in February, March or something. Early summer, he wakes up and damn, his damn crotch looks better. Get that Christmas package to take care of your package. You can do it. Get 20% off in free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash T-H-E-O. That's 20% off in free shipping. I'm in a basement right now in Vermont. So I'm doing, I'm doing, I've probably been doing better. Godspeed. You know, cash back cards are so 2020. You buy this, you buy a thing of Skittles, you get half a cent back. You buy $50 worth of damn corn and you get a, uh, they send you a mitten or something, one mitten. You got to keep high-fiving people with your cold hand to, to keep it warm. The shit has to stop. Well, whether you're a crypto pro or a total beginner, you can finally earn Bitcoin the easy way with the world's first Bitcoin rewards credit card from BlockFi. Yep, you can earn unlimited Bitcoin in every qualifying purchase you make. If you're interested in buying Bitcoin but don't know where to start, BlockFi has the world's first Bitcoin rewards card card. So you can earn Bitcoin the easiest way possible with every qualifying purchase. Yep. The BlockFi Rewards Visa Signature Card. That's right. You can earn 1.5% back in Bitcoin on all qualifying purchases. Now's the time to start or ramp up your Bitcoin portfolio. Our listeners can get a bonus of $25 in crypto after you make your first purchase with the credit card when you sign up at BlockFi.com slash Theo. That's $25 bonus encrypted deposited right into your account. After you make your first purchase, go to blockfi.com slash T-H-E-O. Yep, not all will be eligible. Geographic, regulatory, and underwriting restrictions apply. Fees and terms are subject to change. Additional terms of service at blockfi.com. BlockFi is a financial technology company. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Start earning Bitcoin back on all your qualifying purchase today. BlockFi.com. Slash Theo. Okay, so on that on that trick right there that you're doing, what is that trick called? That was a triple front flip on BMX. Okay, and it had never been done before. No, in no. human by human by anybody. <laughs> uh, but I don't think by anyone. Maybe, okay, yeah, I haven't seen any animals do it either. But. So if you when you're going up, you're going up that ramp. Yep. How do you then get your bike to flip frontward? Because it would seem like you're yeah. going to go back. Have you ever done a flip? Um, I've done a flip on a trampoline. Yeah. And it's kind of similar to that, but it's like obviously wheels, different inertia, but it's like, so what I do, the way I do it is I would ride up, right? And then I, I initiate the front flip by yeah. throwing my upper body over the front of the bike, right? And then it's going to tip the bike up. When do you do that? Like, do you know so, when to do it? Yeah, I have to do it a little bit early on that triple front flip because obviously it's three flips, not one. Like right. one flip, you can be like, like just chill and it, and it comes around. Two flips, then you have to give it more. Three flips is like, okay, I just have to put everything into it. And I actually like nose manual, which is like where you go on the front wheel. So I'll be going on one wheel up the ramp before I'm even off 
the top. And then that's what just flicks me. And then Wow, so when you leave the ramp, you're only on that front wheel. Yeah, yeah on that trick. Wow. Because I have to just give it everything. Can you feel that front wheel catch the edge of that ramp at yeah, all or no? Yeah, it hits that trick. The funny thing is I, have bru- I had bruises on my legs because the bike would like press against my legs so hard because I would throw so hard that the handlebars would hit me in the legs. And that's how I knew I was spinning fast because right. I was like, oh, yeah, I felt that. And you, then you feel the flick and you just kind of like hold on for the ride. And so at that point, do you just hope that you land at the exact right kind of timing? Or, yeah. or is the ramp built so that you could kind of, as long as you're coming, you can come in at a lot of different yeah. angles and land? Yeah, so it's kind of, you like, obviously the ramp is like 50% of the trick, you know, because it's like you got to have the same, the right trajectory. If you're coming into a flat surface, you're just going to explode. Oh, wow. So you need to like, it's almost like a plane, you know, it comes into land just smooth like that so it's like when we land we want to be landing in the trajectory of the landing so that's like smoother but it's still a hard landing so all the places where you land usually it has to be at an angle so that yeah yeah because you couldn't just do it flat Nah, not not safely you know i there is like a certain level yeah and once you pass that level your bones can't do it yeah That's a fucking homemade Halloween, baby, you know? <laughs> Damn, bro. That's crazy, man. So, um, okay, so take me through some of this. So you start to get – are you in school at this point? Uh, yeah, so I started like, – So whenever you kind of you kind of get going, you get on the scooter, right? Yeah. The scooter. And is scooter frowned upon? I mean, scooter, like you see somebody on a scooter, like – Yeah. You, you don't think like, oh, look at this guy. Yeah. I think and, – and that's kind of a cool thing when I'm doing these Nash Circus tours because like especially here in America, they're like they, – they're like, are you going to take that scooter down that ramp? And I'm like, bro, I'm going to do way more than just take it down the ramp. <laughs> but yeah, when I first started, obviously scootering was like, it was just, it was just fun, man. And uh, we did get, it was like, skateboarders would be like, why are you riding a scooter? You're not going to get anywhere riding a scooter, dude. And I'm like, well, I'm just having fun, man. I'm not really trying to get anywhere. I'm just trying right. to get to the skate park and do some stunts. But yeah, I got heaps of um, grief for that, like, bullied obviously but was there a lot of people scootering were more people starting to do it yeah yeah and that was like blowing up right and i and i was like on the forefront of that and then it's wow. kind of like that's why it i got to catch this wave of like new age scooter dudes right and the these tricks weren't created yet so i was like oh. in the forefront and i could create tricks because like the tricks that i was doing 10 years ago a hundred like ten thousand kids can do it now whereas right. it was like a world's first 10 years ago it was Damn. like being at the front of like it was like buying bitcoin you know it was like right. it was like being at the forefront like people were like what are you gonna buy bitcoin and then like right. the dudes that did were like yeah now <laughs> so it's like that's what i'm doing it's like i got on that first wave of scooters and then now i'm here like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy okay i see man wow did you um and did you just feel like, did you try skateboarding as well? Did you try other things in the beginning and you just felt most capable with the scooter? Or what makes you stay with that? Yeah, I think that the biggest thing was just my mates did it, you know? And I just wanted to hang out with all my friends. And, like, if all my mates skateboarded, I probably would have been a skateboarder. I probably would have went that direction. Because yeah. I did have a skateboard. And I would yeah. skateboard when my mates skateboarded. I would ride a BMX when my mates rode a BMX. And that was kind of the thing. I would go to the skate park. I was like, I don't know, I was like a treasure trove of action sports. I would just bring, like, everything I could to the skate park just in case, like, more people were doing that. I'd be like, okay, it's time for the skateboard today. Right. You know? And then I would just um, do that. And that's kind of, like, why I picked up scootering so much just because, dude, my mates are doing it. And it was just the 
coolest vibe to go down the skate park have your mates learn new tricks and then fuck that's sick. yeah 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 so that's why i stick with the scooter even though i got a lot of grief for it yeah. at the start and um and at school so it was just you were you an only child yeah oh really yeah oh wow yeah and so, and your did it was your mom like supportive of you doing this kind of stuff, or did she think it was dangerous, or was she kind of a rebel? What was she like? My mom. So I did. I raced BMX like on the dirt track, like just racing, like when I was like younger than when I rollerbladed, or at the same time, because my mom was like best in Queensland at racing no. BMX when she was young. She was like number one in Queensland, and then she started when I started again when she was like 30 and then she was number one again so really yeah my mom's my mom's crazy bring up a picture me. of her again what's her name oh i got the best one you do i got a best video search um mother versus me uh megarant mom versus megarant i got my mom to hit my megarant no way yeah swear i don't know what a megarant is but i believe you i believe you i want to i want to know more about it just type in um oh yeah mom no nah. wow. oh yeah that one it's that one there and then you're gonna have to skip in a little bit though Uh, yeah, yeah, go back. That's it. Go back. No, no, no. A little bit further. Wow, that's your mom. What's her no, name? Keep, uh, back, back, sorry. Uh, my mum's my name's Donna. You oh, can see yeah. her here. Look, here we go. See, she doesn't look that bad in a it, helmet. Who's on the back? Oh, no, she's dimed up, <laughs> that's dude. My, that's my mate, Gecko. Look at her go. Donna going. <laughs> she's had three beers, too. Right. Yeah, yeah, she has, man. <laughs> That Australian breakfast, dude. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. See, you could do that. Legend. Oh, I could do that definitely, dude. <laughs> I could definitely do that. Yeah, Donna's throwing up fucking signs, dude. <laughs> the best oh, thing man. is, she did it. She did it again. Like yeah. she was like, that was it. She, but she was like, oh, I didn't go fast enough. I want to go higher. Yeah. So this is in your backyard at home? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, I just bought this land. It's called Ah Willy Land. It's like an action sports paradise for myself, and I just been like building ramps and uh yeah just progressing action sports now how f so okay a couple things here so how um how 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 big is this uh our willy land uh it's uh 40 acres okay but it used because it used to be a mango farm oh yeah they yeah. still got mangoes out there yeah oh, they just fall good. off the tree like i'll be walking up to go to a tree, mango will just fall off and i'll just pick up either. oh australia <laughs> god it sounds good <laughs> so good oh come for the freaking dangerous animals stay for the free fruit man <laughs> um so you got this park and now how much does this park kind of cost to that that kind of space yeah so um i mean the land's like ha over half a million for the land but that's like you know it's like that everywhere so right. it's like that's general but the ramp is like five thousand dollars and then for that big airbag thing like it's a bag jump and that thing's like cost me like close to 50 grand wow yeah but then i've got another one that's like a landing so like you switch you go from that that is what i practice my tricks on and like you can land on like your head and be kind of all right mm -hmm. and then um once you get your trick dialed you switch it to the landing and then you can like fully land the trick you know like and claim the the new trick you know okay so you would then move that out yeah. of that space and yeah. put the ramp in that you know you can land on yeah too. exactly wow is yeah, that a crazy day oh man it is like it's i've had it for like a year and a half now and it's just insane because the best thing is i have my mates from the skate park obviously i got great opportunity with nitro circus you know i got to ride these ramps and go to these places and like 
uh, progress myself, but my mates obviously stuck at home. They didn't have right. anything like that. So now it's so funny to see the mates that I grew up with like 10 years ago that were just riding the skate park. Now they're riding like this mega ramp at mine and doing tricks that like no one else has done as well. So they're progressing and becoming the best rider they can be wow. because I've got it. And it's, it's a trip as well because I get like young scooter kids, like 10-year-old kids coming in and doing double backflips. And I'm like, what is even going on? Yeah. I was like... I don't even know what I was doing when I was 10. You're going to see, yeah, like they're passing you. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, I'm sure it's interesting to be a part of the, um, kind of the movement in a yeah. way. Um, okay. So you get to this nitro circuit. Let's go back in yeah, time yeah. a little. So you get onto this thing where you're going, now you're going to go tour in America. Yeah. So first you got was, signed the video. You had some videos that got out yeah, and yeah. you got signed by nitrous yeah. circus. Yeah. So I did, uh, I got signed by nitro circus and the first one was actually in Australia and it was just like. Some company, Scooter Heart, they had paid to like do advertising there. And then Nitro Circus was like, oh, who who are some scooter kids, like up-and-coming scooter kids that can come jump this ramp? And I was one of them. And I just, on my first show, I did like a world's first double front flip on scooter. And then from then on, it was like I was just on. And it was just, it was mind-blowing. I was like, holy, like, this is insane. And did you, so at this point, do you have like a girlfriend already at this point? Do you yeah, have like? Yeah, I think I did have a girlfriend. I was because I was in school and that and um yeah and it like obviously traveling and stuff. It was hard, but I, that, this is like when I'm 17, so it was like wow. a school a school girlfriend, you know? Right. And were you like a were you were you becoming like a lot of pretty popular in your area and stuff like that? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely at the skate park and like at school, people knew I was like flying. I literally was doing school Monday to Friday and then flying out and doing a Nitro Circus show and then flying home, Damn. you know, and doing school. So it was like a trip. But yeah, I was kind of a nerd in school too. So I finished school and got into university, but I didn't choose to do that. Now in Australia, do you ha have to go to university or you don't have to? No, nah, you can like drop out. You can drop out early. You, I could have already been out of school when I was doing Nitro Circus and just being like a laborer. Right. But Damn. you can go to, yeah. It's pretty, it's like pretty... Wow, West so sick. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good, man. Okay, so then you get on this tour and you guys start to come to America. Is your mom like stoked for you? Is she disappointed? Like, is she bummed that you're leaving? Like, what is some of her thoughts? Yeah, um, she was like, obviously, she was worried at the start. You know, it's like I'm risking my life, kind of, and like I could get really hurt. So yeah, you're fucking around on a scooter. <laughs> No, I'm saying to be honest. Yeah. I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always until you make it yeah, into yeah. and it's really professional. Yeah. You're whatever any child I think is doing for their parent, the parents are always like, You're what the fuck? You know, yeah. you're fucking around. You know, I want you to do well, but you're fucking around here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But until you really start to do well. And then she like gained she obviously gained confidence in myself and yeah. uh I was pretty lucky with injury and just like being calculated and not just like throwing myself out there. Cause that's always been the biggest thing. It's like we're not daredevils, like we are in a way, but we're all I'm like calculating the risk. It's like right. is it worth doing this? Is the reward worth it? Yes, okay, send it. Oops. Broke my leg. Damn. But was worth it. Yeah. But yeah, um so I was, uh, I got on Nitro Circus and then that's kind of when things started to really blow up for me. And that's like when I started to really get a name and then that, that just made me more stoked to be riding and like do better because I was like, man, me having fun doing these tricks that I love doing is like progressing me through life. This right. is like a trip. Yeah. It is crazy when like your dream or something that you're really putting energy into that the world kind of meets that like like starts to like kind of push that yeah. forward you're like what this is crazy like why me like why do i get to have this like um this 
why does why do I get to be met this way mm. by the flow of life, you know? I, I think honestly a huge thing for me too was the fact that you did get like I did get grief for riding a scooter, you know, I got bullied for riding a scooter by like yeah, other dude. people. But then, oh, but, it's probably dude, if I drove by, I yelled something. <laughs> <laughs> but then that was like that's like sick. Like whatever. I just took it right on the chin and was yeah. like, I'ma be so good that you can't not be impressed. Right. That that was like that was it. That's like was my driving force, like ah. my fire in my belly. It was like, all right, so you think that this is so bad that you can't be cool. Well, I'm going to be so good that you start to think it's cool. Right, that you can't help but think it's good. Yeah. Yeah, it, there's something nice about that. Wow, that's crazy. You have that, that desire to be fucking undeniable, that desire yeah. to, like, prove people wrong, even if it's just a general, Yeah. not even an exact person, but a general people. Um and so, and what about your mom? Did she get remarried? She got she got some man or no? Yeah, yeah, she is now, but that was a while into it. It's funny. So my mom worked at Australia Zoo. I don't know if you've ever heard of Australia Zoo. Yeah, like I might have been girl. over there. I can't remember you the one where you get to hold the um the koala. Yeah, the koalas yeah, and everything. Yeah. They got all the birds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they so, got a gang gang bird over there actually. <laughs> yeah, so she worked there and then um, met the tiger the tiger handler and like really? yeah, and then now she's married to the tiger handler. Damn. He's petting that cat, boy. That's insane, dude. Sorry, I know that your mom. No, no, it's chilling. But that's you know that's how it works. That's really that's God, bro. Um, she actually lives at my house too. So she does. Yeah, so it's oh, pretty cool. Yeah, well, because so what happened was I was gro- when I was growing up. Obviously, it was hard for my mom, and then um, and your dad was just gone. He just was. No, he wasn't gone. He was like, he was just in a different state, and it was just like I thought it was. It was actually kind of cool because. Like, I didn't really know what was going on. Like, like, I was so young. It was like, cool, I get to go on holidays. I get to go down there and, like, ride different skate parks. Sick. Right. So, yeah. So, that wasn't like, it was fine. My dad, and I see my dad here and there. And I, my dad actually lives at the land now. So oh, my dad, really? my dad lives at the land where, and cause he's an excavator driver. So I like employed him basically to be the groundskeeper yeah. Willie, right? And then my mom lives at my house that I live in. Like, that's crazy. So that's a trip. So then now they're almost all back on the same area. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. But they, my mom stays away from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, she got what she needed out of him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> True. Um, Okay, so once you get on some of these tours, right? So you get on, are you on the tours when you start to get onto some of these Nitra Circus, right? Yeah. Is that, who's on these types of tours? What types of people is it? Oh, yeah. Is it like a carnival kind of? Like, does it have that vibe? Or at that time, what was the vibe like of it? Like, was oh, it really? It was, it was just pretty intense. It was pretty gnarly. Like, yeah. when I first got on, it was, it was like, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Metal Militia. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, so that's Brian um, Deegan. Uh, yeah, Brian Deegan. Yeah, yeah. So yeah I spoke with him yesterday, actually. No way. Yeah, six. actually, I called him. I was like, "Hey, tell me about this R. Willie guy." I was like, "You know, just <laughs> let me know a little bit more." You yeah. know, but he said a lot of nice things, man. Yeah. So they were like, back in the day, they were like pretty gnarly. So when I got on, they were going straight from like metal. Mili- there was a few metal militia guys on Nitro Circus, but Nitro Circus was like steered towards. It was also it also had that like gnarliness, but it also had like the family vibe. Like we had funny like contraptions like we would literally we still have it it's like we would have this with wheels on it uh-huh. and it jumps the ramp oh that's cool so it was like there was that kid vibe as well like the family vibe so there's but, a circus so there really is like a circus vibe to it in a way yeah yeah kind of like a family circus like um action sports vibe thanks bro yeah because the cir- when i was a kid you know what came to town sometime was the circus barnum's yeah. and bailey 
two men. I think one of them was a black dude. I don't know. You never saw the men, but one of them had like a whip or something. Yeah. But they came to town and they would have like the tent, you know. Yeah. And they'd have the guy who would swing and yeah. you know he would do a flip and then catch the other bar and like then he would light him on fire or something, and yeah. swing him back. They'd have an elephant. Somebody do a back flip off an elephant. Um, so you had like that was a that was like a circus, you know. That yeah. was like a circus that came yeah. to town. They didn't have like the crazy tricks, so but it was like a route. Ours was like ours is like a rowdy circus because it was like these guys are just like mischiefs. A lot of them were like just mischiefs, and then like now we're in the limelight. Like the when I first got on, it was it was pretty crazy. Like the after parties were pretty gnarly, and I'm 17 years old. Damn. So, so were you going to these places? Is this some of the first time you drank and stuff? You've been drinking with your mates and stuff back yeah, then. Yeah, I drank the I drank a little bit like. In Australia, we drink pretty young, which is kind of like yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys do everything, dude. <laughs> yeah, you guys, we, when you guys die, quick. <laughs> when you guys die, you're like, I've done it. Yeah, I've yeah, done it. yeah, know? for sure. You guys get the most out of the world. It seems like yeah, for sure. But um, so yeah, it was super. It was pretty wild. So you can you drink and stuff at these parties afterwards? Are you like yeah. it's pretty chill? yeah yeah it was chill like and because it was Nitro Circus like I would be out of drink and go out and it was cool and it was just like wild because these dudes were like superstars and I, w I was just like the scooter kid it was actually kind of funny when i first got on nitro circus they were like we want him out of our skate parks we're gonna let him jump the ramp hopefully he crashes and like hurts himself kind of deal like they wanted me i was like a sideshow at the oh. start i was like the sideshow right. so it was like but I, I didn't care i was 17 years old like oh my god this is crazy and are you guys you guys you're on you're going on tour buses what are you guys on um we would fly but we also would do a tour, tour buses sometime but that was like when we did europe tour so that was a little bit later maybe two or three years into doing the touring okay that's when we got on the buses. so you guys pull into like a venue and it's like um is it outdoors is it in stadiums like what or what kind of venues are we talking we've what done, is it we've done both so we've did we did like um the staple center we've done madison square gardens and that's wow. yeah that is wild that's when we do like a bus tour and it's a trip because you do this massive show like in front of ten thousand plus people you party go to sleep on the bus wake up in a different like state yeah and then do it again yeah like three sometimes three nights in a row damn bro yeah yeah i just got a we just got a tour bus over there we're getting our first one starting this week next uh next week or something yeah so i'm excited to have like a little bit of a change of pace yes yeah, but yeah that thing where you like leave late at night and you just wake up and you're somewhere else that's pretty it's cool it's a trip especially in europe it's like a trip because wake up in a different country yeah. and it's like totally different you're like what is going on it's like you had a, like a weird dream and now you've Tra time traveled so had you finished school so you're out doing this thing are you graduated or no yeah so i just passed schooling like primary uh high schooling right and then uh and is it just like chris lilly like in that show like in uh in um uh what's that show called uh chris lilly you know he's like miss Look at oh my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Summer high tie. Yeah, summer high tie. Is it really like that over yeah, there? You know what? It's kind of it, it kind of is like yeah. it's not even a bad representation. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I love that dude. That was one of the best things when I toured tour in Australia. I got to meet Chris Lilly, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, he's a um, legend. Oh, dude, unprecedented. That show, that show over in Australia. That's like. That's like one of the best shows. Yeah, that's, everyone knows it. It's like a lot of people here still don't know it. You, Chris, have you ever seen Summer High Tie? Wow. You got to watch it. Bro, when somebody hasn't seen it, I get so jealous because their life's going to be so much better. <laughs> It'll change. Bro, if your relationship's bad, sit down and watch that together. I'll watch it. 
There you go. Yeah, that is it. it. Yeah. It's perfect. Very, very, very <laughs> good answer there. Um, okay, so you're on this tour. You guys are doing this tour. You're like going to different cities and stuff, yeah. and that's in the U.S., right? Yeah. It's US, your first time in the U.S.? U.S. and Europe. Um, I did do like a little scooter trip like when I was really young for the U.S., but the biggest, like the actual tours and the full-on experiencing the USA, yeah, it was on Nitro Circus Tours wow. on a bus and, and flying a lot. <laughs> Has anybody ever paid you to do like a private party or something like that? Like, uh... um, I've done like cool camps for kids and like done like um, in Canada, I went to this all in skate park and like just spent a week with kids and taught them. It's pretty crazy, actually. Uh, I was filming YouTube videos and these kids were just so stoked that I would like get so much content because these kids would just send themselves and like <laughs> I got some I got some wild clips of these kids just sending it you know really yeah, yeah. is this is, are there times where you do you ever meet a kid and you're like oh that kid's gonna die you know yeah <laughs> yeah that's crazy, yeah there's man. a few there's a few like I'm like oh I think I'm wild but these these kids dude you got to get a mark and put a little star on their shoulder or something you know what i'm saying just so yeah just yeah. watch out keep tabs yeah 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 um all right so once you really get so once you like at this point your career is going like are you are they paying you like what is that whole process like yeah so obviously when i first got on nitro it was like I, I was 17 years old, so it was, I was. It was great money for then. Right, happy to be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they give you a thousand bucks a week. You're like, this is amazing. But then I think about three years in, that's when I was like making a living. You know, right. or not even that. Actually, probably probably a year after starting with Nitro, then I was like, okay, I can literally do this for a job. Wow. Yeah, and then eventually, it like I bought my first house when I was 21. Damn. And then yeah, and then just kept kept going from there. Like crazy to ride a scooter. And then, like, to make such a good living, it's just, it's a trip. Yeah, one thing I noticed about you, even in watching some of your own uh, podcast clips and stuff, is just, like, your enthusiasm and, like, your kind of, like, just your excitement that this is your life, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, sometimes I embrace that stuff, like, kind of cautiously, like, I'm almost a... Not ashamed of my life, but sometimes I get embarrassed that I make money or embarrassed that I, yeah. you know, have like, you know, you seem to just kind of wear it, just kind of more like excited, like yeah. I can't believe I get to do this and this is it, you know? Yeah, well, I, I always just want to be out of like, I want to show, like, I want to, I want people to see that, like, I, you can be a twelve-year-old scooter kid down the skate park, yeah. like literally. You can be that kid and then make a living out of it when no one really like ever thought you would. Yeah. So it's like you can pave your own path. It doesn't matter if the path isn't there yet. You can make your own path. And then like that's why I'm like so stoked. I'm like, right. dude, I'm here like with you on your podcast and I've been I've watched you for so long. Yeah. And then now I'm here and the reason I'm here is just cuz I'm so stoked to be riding a scooter and I I literally am here because I didn't listen to the person that told me that I couldn't do anything riding a scooter right you know if i listen to that person go mate you're not going to do anything riding a scooter or the, the thousands of people that told me that actually if i listen to even one of those people i wouldn't be sitting here today right so stoked with my life so yeah. it's like i just want to inspire people <laughs> to just keep pu pushing on and believing in whatever you're doing it doesn't matter yeah yeah, no, that's a unique gift you have, man. Because yeah, it's like you make me more stoked to be here today. Like <laughs> I like showed up, dude, and I was like excited, you know, because I'm a fan and I wanted to learn. I want to learn about you know what you do and what goes into it and stuff. Yeah. But then when I see you, it's like you're so excited. I'm like, fuck! Now I have to be <laughs> more excited because I have to meet you at a certain level of excitement. Um, where do you get that from? Do you think you get that from one of your folks actually? 
Yeah, I don't know, actually. Um, the people around me, like Travis Pastrana, it was a huge inspiration to me. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't just because of the things that he's done. Like, he's done amazing things, incredible things. But, and he's done things that um, other people could pr- maybe do now. But the thing is that inspires me about Travis Pastrana is the fact that he can bring the best out of the people around him. Oh, wow. Like, when he, the funniest thing, we're on tour right now with Nitro Circus and... He, we we're doing the show and he's not at the shows and then he turned up for one show and that show was like the best show we did because wow. of the energy that he brings and just the level he just lifts you to a new level like huh. just with his presence yeah and like that's what inspires me that's what i'm trying to reach now it's like can i be that guy that when the scooter kids like when the scooter kids around me bmx kids around me they just get that little extra like right. boost you know like, oh, let's can, see how, what we can do he's here yeah how can i be that guy that is the cool i think that is like the coolest thing about travis Pastrana, and that's like what inspires me to just be stoked yeah for many people in the u.s of america concerned about the cost of health insurance there are no good options there's none zilcho but crowd health is a community of people who are tired of paying for a broken system yep it's a place where you can get a simple, flexible, and affordable way to pay for your health care. CrowdHealth is able to offer amazing prices because of its community of health-conscious members. For a limited time, our listeners get their first month free. And after you've been a member, CrowdHealth will include a fitness wearable. That's 30 days to try risk-free plus the fitness wearable. Just go to CrowdHealth.com fit. And enter code Theo at sign up. Enter that code, baby. You want to get that crowd health. You want everybody helping you, breathing into your lungs. You want that CPR. You want that damn uh, Heimlich. You want it all. And that's crowdhealth.com slash fit. Promo code Theo. Yep, crowd health is not health insurance. It's a community-powered alternative. Terms and conditions apply. If you're sick of big health insurance... And the BS that goes with it, go to Crowd Health, go to joincrowdhealth.com slash fit and enter code Theo. Learn about it, Crowd Health. Look, it's tough when you're looking for insurance online. It's aggravating. You don't want to do it. It feels overwhelming a lot of times. It feels like too much. That's what I've noticed. Well, times have changed. Thanks to the zebra. The zebra, it's that striped, sneaky, prison-looking animal. Yup, you can compare car and home insurance quotes from every major insurance company in under five minutes, giving you all the facts you need to make the right decision. In fact, the zebra saves people an average of $922 a year on home and auto combined. It's a lot of money. It's an extra G. Get yourself a swing set or get something for the children. Get a teeter-totter for your daddy. Yep, the Zebra's helped me. It can help you. Compare quotes for free at thezebra.com slash T-H-E-O and support the podcast. That's at thezebra.com slash Theo. Save time and money in minutes on your home and auto insurance. Yeah. What gifts is, what, what is Pastrana have that makes him, that that gives him that ability, you think? Or what is it about him? It's 
the thing is, it's how great he is, right? And the accomplishments that he's done. Right. He's so he every- has his work that he's, yeah. Yeah. But he's, so he's so good. He is like up there, you know, like he's a, everyone kind of knows him. It's yeah. Like, it's, it's like, he's like a Tony Hawk as well. Like he's that level. And you like, you hold, you like think, okay, he's that level. Like he probably doesn't have that t- much time. But he does for everybody. He's like everyone's best friend. Wow. And that was the trippiest thing for me when I got on Nitro Circus was the first show. I'm on I'm this scooter kid and I do this well first. And I remember after I did it, I was like so stoked. But the biggest thing I remember from that day is riding back to the, the start ramp and Travis high-fived me and going, dude, that was sick. Like that was so cool. And wow. I, was like, I was like, wow, like this is insane that this guy that I hold up yeah. like this, like I've held up inspired me to even start for him to just give me that it was like it was like a a year's worth of excitement in one second wow yeah yeah it's so amazing man when you have like somebody that you really idolize or you really put on a pedestal and they have a little bit of time for you or they have like an encouragement that really helps you know man The power of that is almost unprecedented, really, I think. I think that, and I always keep that in mind because we obviously do these Nitro Circus shows and it's like there's thousands of people there and like p- kids will want to come get a photo, take a picture, get an autograph. It's like, and that's why I always remember, I always remember like five seconds of Travis Pastrana's time was like a year's worth of just excitement for me. Yeah. So it's like, if I can give a kid five seconds of my time and that it means that much to him, I'm going to give that kid that five seconds every single time, you know, yeah. like, it keeps you stoked. And so y'all show, so, so you said you hit a first trick and that was on one of the nitruses on one of the, yeah, yeah. So it was just a, it was a double front flip on scooter and like no one had ever tried it. And, well, and I, what you did, we saw earlier was a triple, Triple, right? yeah. So, so that, th- yeah. So that evolved obviously into that triple. Yeah. And did you start to, when you got on the tour, um, what prepping for that trick you'd already done it in practice um i had tried so when i first got on the show i tried it in practice and crashed it twice okay so that's what made the moment so special is that like it was my first show i'm obviously like it's so excited like and so nervous but to ace that trick it was like it was like something happened like it was like the trajectory of my life just went damn and i was like okay i'm i'm doing it wow <laughs> damn <laughs> You must feel like there's like a higher power or something that has a hand in that when you, because it's just the science and everything to like flip off of something and just have it be perfect in a moment where it's like in a real yeah. show. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that that's where I've done really well. Like, I never think that I'm someone that is physically built better or like wired better than anybody else. I think I just managed to like succeed when it's most important Mm. it's like at x games it's like i need to do land this trick now and then i'll just land it you know but uh, i i obviously do the preparation but for some reason it's just sick to in moments of when i need to do it i got it done and i think that's the main reason why i got to where i am today and it's like it's 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 a gift i mean it's yeah it almost feels like you're favored in some sense. Yeah. You know? I, obviously, and I just thank whatever the driving force is. Thank you. And I try to thank it every day. And I try to give back like my positivity to yeah. the people around me because maybe that'll turn their trajectory. You know, maybe that'll do, you know, that one moment might change their life and they might do something better and be better in the end, you know? So, yeah, no, man, it's inspired. Even sitting with you makes me feel a little bit better than when I wasn't sitting with you. <laughs> Thanks, man. To be honest, I think bro. It, 
you got to give yourself some appreciation too. I think that you, I mean, you probably realize, like I'm sure a lot of people will like write in and tell you how like happy you make their lives. And I'm sure you, you make people's day so like much better just by listening to you talk. And I think yeah. that's amazing. And I think that's, that's why you deserve to be paid for what you do. And like you work hard. So it's like, you deserve it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Sometimes I have a tough time thinking that I deserve things, you know? And I don't know where that comes from. I think it comes from, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to find it. You just got to find it. Yeah. 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 And sometimes I'll try to, it takes a while sometimes to find things like that when you're yeah, really yeah. trying to figure out where they're from, you know? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I've always struggled feeling like I deserve stuff, you know? Um, but that's okay. I hope to be able to figure it out and, and I'm sure that I will. You get um, it. Yeah. What, uh, so you get in, so when do you, when do you get into like, like at some point you won, you won a couple of competitions, right? Mm-hmm. I know I read this, but, um, and Deegan was talking, talking with me about it, but, uh, so what happened? Like that was kind of like another thing that changed. Yeah. So they, um, the shows are huge and then they had a thing called Nitro World Games and it okay. was like a competition now. So they changed the, the show, changed it to a competition. And that was obviously the X Games. Right. And that was a huge one that I wanted to do, but obviously I was like a scooter rider and a BMX rider at a certain point. It's a funny, funny story, actually. So I rode BMX at the skate park here and there, but it wasn't right. like my profession, right? Right. And then at Nitro Circus, I was doing tricks on a scooter that had never been done on a BMX bike. So- oh, wait, hold on. So you're doing tricks on a scooter... That's never been done on a BMX bike. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you can do the same. You can do the same tricks. Obviously, just a different vehicle. But so I was doing tricks that I could do on a scooter that no one had never never done on BMX. And, and so did someone challenge you to do it on the BMX? That's it. Wow. They were like, the only reason you can do this is because you're on a scooter. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I reckon that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> and I ended up borrowing one of their bikes, like one of the other guys on tour. I borrowed their bike and I did the trick. First, like, I think I was like first try I did it and then wow. that's when like I was like oh, here we go X Games dream I can reach it like all I have to do is bring these scooter tricks over to the BMX world because no one's doing it for some reason because they think it's lame or something right and I'm like oh well I, I don't mind I'll yeah. just do the lame tricks then and <laughs> I'll win just, yeah. I'll just be the lame legend yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry yeah, if you need me I'll be in lame land up here yeah <laughs> drinking lemonade baby yeah, I'll be up there dog damn <laughs> that's beautiful dude so now at that point did you win that thing yeah so i won the nitro world games um the first year it happened i actually lost the scooter competition and won the bmx competition wow. which is kind of hilarious and then came back the next year and i won scooter and bmx Damn. and then i think it was like the year after i finally got on x games and then yeah i've won three x games golds now has anybody won three x games gold or no so yeah, people have won, like, Travis has won so many. I think he's got, like, some of the most, but, like, that's they're up, like, in the 20s, you know? Wow. But that, I think, so I did accomplish something recently. I uh, won, the, I was the first person to do three golds in a row in on the Mega Ant. So, for some reason, for 20 years, it had never happened that uh, a person had consecutively won three gold medals in a row on the Mega Ant. And it made me so nervous. Really? Because I was coming into the, I was coming into the third one. Like, oh, here we go. Like, time just kept repeating itself. I think like five people before me had won it twice, and then they lost oh. this the third time. So I was like, here we go. So the third time, do is that is there a, a video there? Yeah. You think? Um. You go, uh, X Games, Ryan Williams, X Games, um, 2018. 
I think. Or 19. Try. I'll tell you straight away. Nah, nah. Go. Go 19. Not that one. The. Uh, that one. The real cost, big air, but it's a full broadcast. Go. Go the second. Go the next one down. Yeah, try that one real quick. Wow, it's so hype. So this isn't my winning run, but you'll see, like. Wait, is this it? No, this is it. If I crash, it's not it. <laughs> no. No, uh, that was just... Keep skipping in, sorry. Oh, hang on. This is going to play all of them. This is good. This is good, actually. So keep it rolling. Um... So that was this was the first time I won, and this was in Australia. Wow. So my first time I ever won X Games was in Australia. My whole family there. I I paid for everyone to fly down and stay there, and it was oh, it was like so incredible because that was like my sick. dream achieved. You know, yeah. a gold medal at the X Games. Oh man, it's it's not this one though. Go back to, go back to the, the search. Click the dude. You have the, at that point you have the haircut of every I feel like kind of middle aged woman in, in the like... town that I'm from. A little bit honestly. <laughs> at that point, dude. I know like... I had to I had to dial it back, dude. I yeah, don't know yeah, what yeah. I was doing. <laughs> you were going big, dude. But you had a total. It was like a real Karen kind of haircut. I feel like at that and point. It's hard to beautiful though. Very nice. Try the try the second cut. one. I really want to show you this one because this is, I had, yeah, this is it. This is it. This is All it. Right. I had to do the craziest thing at the start. This was the gnarliest thing I've ever done. I've never done a backflip drop in. And okay. Watch. Wow. Yes. And then I nearly missed up the ramp. I rode oh, up like a, yes, the tiniest so part of the ramp. And then I'm like here. I'm like, oh gosh, I got to land this, got to land this, got to land this, got to land this, got to land this. Did it. Oh man. And it was, it was such a trip because <laughs> everyone was doing so well. Yeah, I was, I was stoked. Wow, bro. Man, can I was we, so stoked. Can I, we go back one it, time? It'll, it'll be a slow-mo replay, oh, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look how stoked you are. Man. You got to carry your own bike down? <laughs> what, do you think someone's going to run up and just bring <laughs> yeah, it down? Yeah, at that point, yeah. <laughs> Some sort of concierge, yeah, you can see. So you've never done that no. before? And what made you do that? Can we just pause it right there? I wanted to win the third in a row, dude. I had. Oh, so you're thinking, what can I do that'll be different? I right need now? to do. It. Yeah, not like guys are doing tricks into it. Mm -hmm. Morgan Wade, he like did a, a double tail whip into it, and like guys are three sixteen into it. So they were stepping it up, and I knew that I had to do something that like had oh. never been done before to get the win. Like they weren't going to give it to me easily, so I was just like, I have to just do this. Did you feel like you had extra pressure to try and get the win? Like they were going to judge you even more harsh because you already had two in a row? Like it's a little bit tougher to get that I, third one? Yeah, I had to I had to send it. Like I wasn't holding back. And I, I would have just done it anyway, like even if I like, – in the moment, it was for Dave Dave Mira. So yeah. he he passed away recently, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and he actually the, was the first guy I ever seen do a backflip drop in. So I was like, when I'm at the top, I'm actually like, this is for you, Dave. Oh, this cool. is for you, Mira. As I'm at the top, and then I just hucked it, man. And it was crazy. Like it's oh, like moments like so this. Sick. The moments like this is the it just trips me out. And then I nearly right. rode off the side of the ramp, going like this is obviously one of my it was one of my signature tricks that I brought from the scooter world, right? Wow. So there you go. And Scooter what's that trick? trick called? That's called a nothing front bike flip. Of course it is. <laughs> or a two-way twist. They have an inside joke on two of it. And then here. So you lean that energy forward kind of, but not yep. all the way no, forward. No, I have to be really light though. Right. Because that ramp's 27 and a half foot tall. So it's like if you and it come off at all, like you are hurting yourself real bad. Yeah. So it's a trip, man. 
So what and where do they measure the uh, the ramps from? Where do they measure that twenty seven feet? Where do they start that? So from the where it starts to go up. So from the bottom of the ramp okay. to the coping, which is the metal like part across. Okay. That's like twenty seven and a half foot, and I think it's like there's some two foot of vert or something. So vert is just straight up. Okay, and so uh, when you when you get to like the peak of the ramp right mm -hmm. you have to be careful not to drift forward well literally oh you don't yeah you don't want to go forward it's really it's harder to go into the ramp than it is to, it's easy to come out like the thing is okay. I, could, I could that's the scariest part about that ramp is you're going so fast that literally if i went like this if i went like that right i would go 16 i would go f so far out to flat that i'd break my legs jesus damn bro so that's why in that moment man oh. i am like that is the most wide I've ever been in my life is when I'm doing that. I'm like, if I don't do the right thing right now, I'm going to get really, really hurt. Okay, so you're going up. You're heading up the ramp. What is the right thing at that point? Like, what's the right amount of... So I'll, I'll go up. It's just, it's kind of like... It's like the riding with your eyes you, closed you thing. Get built, it gets built into you Yeah, time. like, I know that this will do this, right? So right. it's like... I remember I just I just remembered that I'd done I'd landed the the that trick before the right. the front flip one so I knew okay this is what I have to do I'm going really fast but I just got to like chill it's almost like I just float off the ramp so I rode up mm -hmm. and I just got to like I don't I don't want to initiate it's not like the triple front flip total opposite to the right triple you're front not flip. trying to just initiate no, a lot of I'm energy I'm like I'm like this like literally I'll pretend I'm doing it right now I'm going up and I'll go like this like that like that wow. much. <laughs> and then do you just <laughs> and then you just hold on baby you're okay. on the roller coaster with no you're not strapped in is your eyes open or not yeah eyes are wide open wow. <laughs> but you don't at the start it's kind of blind because i'm looking at the sky you know i'm not looking at the ground and then i'll be looking at the ground that's kind of the scariest part of that trick okay is what because, because for a second off for a second i'm like am i out am i on top of the ramp or am i perfectly transitioned into coming in and i like look you can see like i so i go ooh. And then I see I'm blind. See, I'm like looking at, I was looking at the roof for a bit. Uh -huh. And then all of a sudden, as I'm coming down, I look, okay, now I'm coming in. I'm not landing flat. I'm not hitting the top of the ramp. I'm coming in smooth. That would be and that's, such the fear. That's the moment when you're like, I'm going to land it. Sweet. Wow. Yeah. Because I've already played it through the simulator, right? Yeah. And I'm like, this is what I'm expecting to see. And then that moment I seen that, yeah. there we go. Let's roll away. Damn, bro, that's fire. <laughs> wow. I wish I knew how to do something like that. Well, whenever I come to Queensland, dude, I'm going to have to go to our Willy, uh, to our Willy land. Yeah. And go on uh, and do something. Do the truck. Dude, I'll, I'll keep the truck spare for you. My mom's truck. No, I need something better than that. Oh, yeah? Okay. I think so, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look. The trike, look. All all respect to your mom, you know. All respect to Donna, man. She obviously fucking has done her work, you know. But I think what's next up from a trike, you think? Uh, that I a, could, a BMX bike. Could someone handle that or not? Is that Yeah, like tricky? a mountain bike is kind of pretty sturdy. Okay. And you just go off it, really? That's Have you heard a bike? Do? Huh? That's what I was going to ask you. Have you ever done an extreme sport? Um, like skateboarding or anything like roll around no they didn't just have a lot a lot of skateboarders boss just really were just doing drugs yeah. you know they owned the boards but they was mostly just for you know setting their drugs on while they would roll them <laughs> up but we didn't have a lot of i'm trying to think if we had extreme sports boss yeah we had these guys that used to shoot these potato gun like uh 
they had like a rest area bus. I don't yeah. know if they have it on, and maybe in Australia, your whole country is like a rest area actually, but it's like <laughs> a rest area is like a place where you stop on the side of the interstate when you're driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And people like uh, get out to use a restroom and mm-hmm. drink water, change the baby, you know. You usually have a cigarette and then uh, get back in the van and keep yeah. going, you know, sometimes beat the kids or whatever. But um, if they've been bad. Yeah, yeah. But not, uh, but anyway, by us, there was a, there was one of those. And behind it, they had a river, yeah. and a lot of gay men would meet up at these places because it was like a, um, you know, it was like on the outskirts of town and yeah. stuff. So gay men would meet up over there and, you know, do drugs mm. and make out and stuff. Yeah. And uh, across the river, that's where I lived. So yeah. a lot of men over there, some of them would not a lot, but they had these two guys that would make like potato these potato gun launchers. Yeah. And if like a lot of like dr- like. <laughs> Real high men were making out of something. They would shoot potatoes over near them. Oh yeah. no way! Pretty messed up. I mean, <laughs> they weren't trying to endanger them or anything. I think they just didn't just want surprise them. Yeah, I think they just didn't want them doing a lot of drugs and making out in the water. They didn't want anybody to drown because some men had drowned. Uh, okay. So it was almost like lifeguarding a little bit, but <laughs> but that was like the most extreme sport I ever saw was people with these potato guns. You know? Yeah. Um, I think anyway. You rode a bike. Yeah, I rode a bike, yeah. yeah. But I never really thought much of it. We used to build the ramp, you know. Yeah. Somebody always liked the ramp, like was a poorly built, and this part <laughs> would come out, and then somebody, the handlebar would turn and went into some guy's body one time, I remember. <laughs> yeah. But pretty shit. We were pretty pretty shit ex-gamers. <laughs> we oh, like, well, that's right. But I think I could probably get out there. I, I would love to get out there and try something. That would be sick. It, it, I, could, I could teach you like safely to do it, too. Yeah. So we could get you flying. Yeah, I think I'd be willing to. Um, so what is like, the, what is the future of this whole sport kind of look like? Like, or what's a, what is a, a mechanism, like not the bike or, or the scooter? Mm-hmm. What's something that came out that people thought was going to be like the next thing that people were going to use for tricks that kind of didn't make it? Was there, have there been different things? kind of died off now. Like rollerblades are like pretty big. Back when I started doing it, it was kind of like still around and still in the X Games, but then rollerblading just dropped off a fair bit, but there's still insane dudes doing the rollerblades. Right. Maybe like a ripstick? I don't know. Like, that's kind of like... You know what a ripstick is? Uh-uh. The one where you, people go like this to get speed. It's like one wheel and it goes like that. Uh, Let's see that. Can we pull that up? A ripstick. It's kind of like the weird... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You seen that thing? I think I've seen this. I think that I think that you might find this a bit like even worse than uh, rollerblading. Yeah. I love it all. If you want yeah. to ride a ripstick, man, ride a ripstick. Yeah. <laughs> actually, it looks pretty fun, actually. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. We had like a roll, a place called Roller Kingdom Bus where we'd have all our birthday parties. Yeah. And, uh, dude, this one kid, this kid Jeremy, who we were buddies with, at the birthday parties, he would go and get all the gum from like under the tables and make a huge, like, and by the end of the birthday party, he would be chewing the biggest gum, dude. He was twisted, bro. That's crazy. Oh, he was so twisted, dude. And he did it every fucking time, bro. He Whoa. just had this ultimate thing of gum, dude. And his nobody would even ask. His parents, I guess, weren't paying attention to him because <laughs> when they came to pick him, they wouldn't even ask him. He couldn't even open his mouth one time. He had so much fucking gum in it. He's just breathing through his nose. And his mom's like, you're doing great, Jeremy. You know? 
So Damn. fucking, that's an X game right there. That's pretty, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty extreme. Yeah, so that's an ex- <laughs> that's the kind of extreme sports that we had. I feel oh, like nice. a bit more like that. Um, was there? Was there? What about that? The motorized thing that I see with the one wheel in the middle. Yeah, that thing's wild. Um, I've seen some people lately doing some pretty crazy jumps on that. I think things just keep evolving, and like, there's so many crazy just sports just. People like ride a pogo stick professionally. Yeah. And I kind of think that's like, I can't say anything. Like, it's crazy. Like, I just appreciate it. Like, whatever. If you can, if you find it fun, man, just just do it. But it's pretty wild that, like, you can be a professional pogo sticker. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they could do, like, a pogo stick with, like, a wheel on it. Or I oh. wonder if they could do... What about you- Heelys? You know Heelys? Oh, yeah. They dropped off. Yeah, they did drop off. You know, off, there was kinda. one... They used to be soap shoes, they're called. And they people literally would have grind plates on their shoes. I have seen would, it. And they would just run and jump and grind downstairs. That's one that's 100% dropped off, but people were doing it. Soap? Soap shoes. S-O-A-P? Uh, S-O-U-P, yeah. I think. That's soup. Soap. S-O-A-P. <laughs> yeah, that's soup, soup or shoes. soap. You see any, Chris? I think I've seen some dudes do some pretty, like, gnarly rails on it. Yeah? Yeah. So that's mostly for rail slides and stuff like that? This is a full movie. Look at this. I think I've seen part of this. It's hilarious. Soap or die. Ryan? What? Damn. You didn't even know that yeah, he was Go this. to, like, there. That'd be right. Ryan moved to the UK, and here he is. Here, look. This is it. See? On the rail, man. Ah, so the shoes have just, like, a place in the, the middle. Grind plate. Wow. Yeah, this is one that didn't take off. Well, it, it, it like, I guess it had a time for like a year and then, I don't know now. I guess because once you land, you can't like then. It, you just run. I don't know. Right. I, don't get it. I think they like run off. It's like that free running, you know? Yeah. Parkour. Yeah. and that's That just, never really took off. But people still do it. And that's just kind of like just running around. Yeah. Like, it's like practicing running away from like. Yeah, it's something. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to trick the cops or something. Or like, it's almost like athletic. Uh a lot of parkour people, I think, are athletic um, graffiti. People. It's like it's like a little. It seems like a side, like a, a side people, hustle. Yeah, for for graffiti people. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I'm gonna paint this later, but watch first. I'm gonna run. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run, run around, around it. First, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that could actually be pretty cool if that free running incorporated with graffiti, like they do yeah. the cr- graffiti on the run. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if there's a way where that they. As they went up, like say they go up a ramp, right, yeah. or a vert, what is it called? Yeah. Just a ramp. A ramp. Yeah. So then, if they had a wall while they're up there, and like each time they went up, they had to paint something, and then by the end of like you know after six times of going up, then they had like a piece of art up there. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Do you see something as being like the next thing? Because something always kind of comes along. Like you're saying, it's like you know a, a new mode of transportation comes along, and then that's what. Mm. I don't know. Um, like the things unicycle that are, is there unicycling? Yeah, people literally do tricks on that. I think it's crazy these days. Anything can just become something. You know, it's like TikTok is now huge. When five years ago, I didn't like I didn't even know what that was. Yeah, you know, it's just like the niche. It just something happens and then it just sticks. They're just throwing shit at the wall and then it just sticks. And they're like, oh, everyone's like, fuck, I want to throw shit at that shit at the wall too. Yeah. Why do Australians, why are you guys such a practice facility for insane shit? (laughs) It's out of you guys and New Zealanders. It always is, I feel like. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's in our heritage. But um, I guess we've just all, we're always just being that kind of loose cannon vibe. And then it's just stuck. Like, I'm super proud to be Australian. And when I think of an Australian, I think of like someone that's just like 
outgoing, going to try something like crazy. Yeah. You know, just for no, I don't even know why. We just do it. It's like just built into us. Yeah. Is Blakovich, is he, is he New Zealand? Nah, Blakovich? Yo, uh, uh, no, nah, he's the like. The UFC guy? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. He's, Jan Blakovich? Isn't he European? He's European. I thought I he was New Zealand. I thought he was. There's Israel Adesanya. He's New yeah, Zealand. Yeah, there's Izzy. There's Dan Hooker, who I love. Yeah, he's Rob, funny, man. Robert Whittaker, Australian. Oh, really? Taito Ivasa, the guy that does the shoes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I almost got to meet him at the uh, Poirier fight. Yeah, sick. Yeah, he's a freaking... Those guys are great. Is there... Um, Do you feel like... Uh, do you feel like there's like a next level for you? Do you feel like... Do you ever feel like you've kind of achieved all that you can or what do you what, yeah what yeah does that I, kind of look I do, like? sometimes actually that's one thing that kind of gets to me sometimes is that like why am i doing this you know you like look around and you you see like people that have like a job that is caring like you care that cares for someone or they look right. after someone and you're like wow that like really matters like you're a doctor that like a really nurse. really helps yeah. someone and then sometimes i'm like well i'm just here just spinning around doing circles and like people like to watch it but like what am i really bringing yeah and that sometimes that gets to me Cause I'm like, why am I risking it myself to just do these like stunts when like, what are they really achieving? But it, they do it like people are inspired by it to do anything. They might even just be inspired to like go harder in their life and whatever they're doing. So it's like, yeah. And I'm sure you see kids that remind you of yourself probably. Yeah. hundred percent. And that's why I like am always pushing. And the craziest thing is like the tricks I'm doing, I was, I was doing 10 years ago. Everyone's doing now. Like, so it's like, I think the same way, like whatever I'm doing now, whatever I do to push the limits here today, that's just going to make action sports even crazier. Like in the long run, you know, it's just going to level up action sports. So the harder I can go, the harder it's going to like the crazier it's going to be in the future. I think. Is there a chance so you see sometimes you would see like that man drops in from outer space or something with yeah. the Red Bull stuff, you know, the guy, you know, yeah. Danny, whatever his name is, he jumps off of something and lands, you know. Yeah. Is there a way that you could do like a drop into a ramp but from like an insanely high place, like off of a building and then still hit the like, like land it? Yeah. Yeah, come in at a certain place on the ramp where you could still then yeah. go do something? Is something yeah, like that possible? So there's that's crazy. Like that, I'd love to do something like that. I've always imagined like maybe doing a trick, like a world's first or something new across two buildings or something like that. But Robbie Madison is a guy that did, he jumped onto the luge, I think, or something like, I think it was just the one in Vegas though. Like the, the it's like the building with the archway. He like jumped up it and then turned around and then jumped off into a ramp. Wow. Yeah. Robbie Madison. So did he really, can we look at that real quick? Do you... Yeah, it was wild. I don't know. It's like, and are there a lot of? Ch I feel like there'd be a lot of Vietnamese kids doing this. Is there like a lot of Asian kids that do this sport? Do you notice? The, the BMX is popping off in Japan because oh. they just had the Olympics, oh. and the Australia, like Logan Martin. Shout out to Logan Martin. He won the Olympic gold medal, the first ever BMX Olympic gold medal. Oh, because it was the first time they ever had BMX yeah, in the thing. First time they had BMX. First time they had skateboarding. Wow. Yeah, this is it. So he jumps up, right? Yeah, which is gnarly. So gnarly. And then he turns around. And he almost goes too far. There's his. Yeah. Hopefully it's his girl. Yeah. Tripping out. If not, it's somebody. Somebody <laughs> definitely's gonna try and get child support out of him. That's for sure. Just make it in the video. Wow. Could yeah. you imagine looking See? down from here, bro? Look at that. 
oh my god, that makes my freaking penis just go inside of my body, dog. Dude, that's that's funny that you say that. That sometimes I'm riding. If I'm really concentrating, I can feel like my dick shrinking. Oh, yeah, that's cool, bro. I think it's like a defense mechanism. Oh yeah, your dick's like you might be doing this. I'm not. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they got her really, really scared. They got, oh, he's up there looming. Yeah, now, see. do you feel like he's totally confident at this point? He's just kind of, this is for show? I mean, it's just, he's just got to do it. You got to be confident. If you're not confident, it's like, that's oh. where you're going to go. It's going to go wrong. You have to have 100% belief in yourself. Jesus, I could never do that. <laughs> I've never done that in my whole life, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's got it. He goes too far, too. He nearly dies. Ooh. Yeah, you see? Like, just catching the, the very bottom. Bro, that was lucky. That was really close. Do you think he made it that close on purpose or not? That was no, an accident. That was, he, he did not want to do that. He didn't want to go far. Because, like, if he went a meter more. Like, oh, yeah, that's bad news bears. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're saying you got to come in where there's enough of that yeah, gradient. Yeah, because if you don't catch the, the transition, yeah. then you're pancaking yeah do you feel pretty proud of yourself a lot of times Are you able to feel that kind of stuff um yeah when i when i achieve something that i've really wanted to do for a long time i'll feel that but that's just like that's one problem that i have is just it's like on to the next it's I like know. you it's hard to sit and smell the roses when you just i'm just so passionate about it and it's like why stop when i don't have to or when i am able to just keep going just it's hard for me to sit back and go whoa sick i'm rad <laughs> yeah 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 and maybe because i think at some point in some ways there's not a ton of value in it i think there's value in like having appreciation for what you're doing yeah. and like recognizing it yeah but yeah to sit there and just smell the roses you know you got to keep watering them too so it's yeah. like um i'll just always find that kind of interesting uh is there a trick or something you have your eyes kind of set on is there like a new template or a new like mm. mode or something you're trying you see yourself maybe being able to like a new type of ramp is there things that you think yeah. of sometimes that you well obviously it'd be so cool to do something like that like something out there and just different not just a new variation of a trick you know right. but there's tricks that i have that i on my trick list that i want to do that are like gonna be that really next level like i want to do i really want to do a, a triple backflip 360 so like so three flips mm -hmm. with a with a spin in it. Now when okay, so say you're doing that. When do you start to incorporate the spin? So about I, I would nearly do it at the very start, but it's going to be so I would do like a a flip with a 180 turn, and then a uh, a flip with a 180 turn, and then the last one would just be straight. Ah, oh, I see. So you would do a flip and a one, and then flip one, and then just straight. Ah, oh, interesting. Yeah. Um. When you guys go out on some of these tours, did, is it is the partying pretty good? Who parties better, like people on the uh, on the Nitro Circus tour or Australians in general? Do you think? Probably. Um. I mean, Australians party so hard, but I feel like everywhere parties pretty hard. Like America, you just get pretty wild. Like you just reach a point where you just just go on, like go mad. But I think on tour it's so insane because we're all like super passionate. You know, it's it's everyone is like at the pinnacle of their sport, action sport. So they're like. You know they're like the boss skate. Like if you went to a skate park, there's that one kid that's like like insane. Mm -hmm. And then like if you handpick like the best ones, join them into a group like a circus, and that's what you get. Like we all are like 
can't have ADHD, I guess. Well, and we're all just super passionate. So, so is there a lot of partying as much as, or do you hear stories that there used to be more partying? Because with comedy, uh, you always hear stories like people were doing cocaine right here, yeah. and now people are doing their taxes. You know what I'm saying? It's just like gotten hella fucking lame, dude. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's changed a lot for us too because I'm the youngest on tour, so and I'm 27. So. Damn. It, and it, but it used to be like everyone else's twenties, like in their twenties, in their thirties. But now they all have families and like kids, so it's like mellowed out a lot. But in a way, that's a good thing and a bad thing because we're all like smarter, wiser, doing making the right decisions. You know, you're not getting drunk and then potentially like riding the next day hungover and hurting yourself. Yeah. But there's guys on tour that literally will just drink into oblivion and then wake up and just triple backflip yeah. and like like it's nothing like you have the rock star dudes still doing that and it, it, at, at moments that's the rock stars still there like yeah a few drinks in everyone's kind of a rock star again is that your <laughs> vibe really or no yeah yes and no like i definitely love to have fun go out and like party and like, i had a few drinks at the laugh factory last last night but yeah it would have been weird for me to like go party and then go do a show because i I have a younger following too, and I want to be a hundred percent. Like when I do a show, I feel like a lot of people. I'm representing scootering. Right. I'm representing action sports to like yeah, yeah. families and kids. Just so, the term "I'm representing scootering" is so insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great, though, man. It's so great to think of something that yeah, you'd see some like yeah, you see some kid on, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck this kid, you know, yeah, yeah. ten years ago. You well, know? that's it. Like, you but could... then now I'm sitting here enamored by this kid, you know. So yeah. it's really interesting, man. And that was like my goal yeah. ever since the start, man. I was like, what can I do? Like, scootering literally gave me my life. Like this amazing life. So right. I give my life to scootering. And like, what could I do to stop that kid at the skate park getting grief like I did? Yeah. So he can just enjoy it, you know, and just even though it was probably a good thing for me. That's the thing that I always wonder. It's like we all we want to stop all the bullying, but fuck, dude. If I didn't get bullied <laughs> yeah. some, dude, I would not that that's how you even get any gun. Yeah. yeah, so it's interesting. But I know what you're saying. You want them to know that there's an outlet. They, you they, want to be yeah. available for inspiration. And they're always, everyone's always, it's always going to be there. Bullying's always going to be yeah. around. It's just, you just got to harden yourself. I got it so bad in school, like, and then I got it so bad at the skate park. And it, like, almost built this hard shell around my body that it was like, I don't, like, it bounces off me. Right. Everything yeah. Off oh, me. dude, I'll drive any playground I drive by, dude. If I'm by myself, I roll down the window and yell a damn little slur or something. You know what I'm saying? Just something to, to get just, somebody fired yeah, up. Yeah, harden them up. Harden something, where, yeah, <laughs> something where if somebody's out there, they're just like, what did I just hear? <laughs> just, Was that about me? Oh, I better get my shit together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You got to drop a little something. Um, um, What is the next? So say you took a scooter yeah. and you made it cool. What is something else that's kind of <laughs> shitty that you could take and make it fucking awesome, bro? And if you guys have ideas in there too, Chris, let us know. What is the next thing that Ryan could take that is... <laughs> it's like a challenge. Hypothetically, not shitty, and I shouldn't, shouldn't have yeah, said yeah, that, yeah. man. That's kind of an offensive way to say it. But, but something that people would see, I couldn't see this being a mode to become amazing. Yeah. wonder what else is out there. I know, it's kind of like um, video gaming as well. That was kind of like a lot. Like people are like what professional video game players. But oh, oh, oh. bro, yes, dude, that travel. What is that thing called? <laughs> I have no clue. Chris, what is that thing? Suitcase scooter. Oh yeah, bro. If you could do a, something on that and then open it and take something out. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking, can we, what if you do that thing where, like, sometimes people want to be cool when they're handicapped and they get that little, like, knee thing, that little... Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, 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 when they have uh, a cast on. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> just use crutches, yeah. you pussy, man. Use some crutches, man. I'm going to have to get that. That'd be perfect for the, the airport, just cruising around. Oh, dude, especially to see you on it would be legendary. <laughs> like, what did that guy just do? Did that dude just fucking do a 670 through TSA? <laughs> Um. Ugh. Yeah. What other? Can you pull that back up? That thing's pretty. That that was pretty great, actually. Oh. Oh, that thing. <laughs> we talked about things. that. Yeah. You see these things around. What about the lime scooters? Like they're everywhere now. Yeah. And people are hurting themselves. Oh, everybody, it gets real <laughs> bad fast on limes. Oh, look at this. Huh? What is going on? Oh, that's definitely a Poland. <laughs> <laughs> They'll do anything over there. What is going on? The thing is, this thing doesn't turn or twist. You can't, like, you could only just spin it. Like, this guy's d doing, like, swirls, but. That's, that looks expensive. <laughs> yeah, that looks pricey. That looks like, that's kind of cheating because you have to get the tricks built in, but I could see that becoming something. Yeah. People are taking these things and actually doing... Oh, Segway. They dropped off, I guess, because they were like, why do we have handlebars? We can just have the bottom part. Yeah. Like hoverboards. Remember those came in for ages and then Mike Tyson got like dropped. Wait, is that the one that B, uh, that Justin was pushing? Probably. There was like a video of Mike Tyson on uh, one... Uh, <laughs> really? on the Dude, he falls so hard. You got to watch it. <laughs> Mike Tyson on a hoverboard. <laughs> right. He, and he's looking all right. And yeah, he gets... He gets dropped. Yeah, watch. Like one of those solid falls too. Look, look at the sweet dude. You got it. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> damn! I've never seen that, bro. <laughs> you know, oh. your sport is one interesting thing that guys like. You know, I was doing this. Um, you know, guys like people can't just come into your sport and do it. Yeah, to a certain extent, that's why a lot of that's why scooters actually got um, grief from people because it's it's so accessible. Like you can you could jump on a scooter right now. I could I could get you to the skate park. You could drop in. Like a kid can do it so easily. So it's it's just so accessible that like little kids just grab it and they go. You know, they have no no direction, so they're at the skate park dropping in and just like getting in the way because they're just there by themselves. That's all they know. They don't know what to do. They don't know the rules. Yeah, and that's kind of like where we get the bad rep is because it's so accessible and kids can just do it instantly and be in the road and not be like looking out, having skate park etiquette. And that's kind of gave us a bad rap, but it's like you could do the same thing. If, if a kid only had a skateboard and he would do the same thing, like just roll around, but it's super right. hard. It's not easy to just get a skateboard, skateboard and drop in. Like it takes you a few weeks to get comfortable to do something. And in those weeks you get told by your friends, hey, don't do this, don't do that. You got to wait for this person. It's like an intersection, you know? You know yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, do you see yourself getting into anything motorized? Do you, th do you ever feel like that vibe? Yeah, but it's just so dangerous, man. I yeah. flipped a motorbike though at Travis Pastrana's, but it, it's gnarly, dude. That, that, they're so heavy and it's so wild. I seen, we just had last weekend, um, our mate Bo Bamberg, we've done like 20 shows and he fell once, broke his collarbone like in one crash. So it's just like instantly, if you fall off a motorbike, it's like you're done. Yeah. You're like going to break something. Whereas I can fall off, get up, go try again like a hundred times, motorbike crash once. Have you broken a lot? 
I've been so lucky. Like compared to the guys on tour, I'm super lucky. Haven't had a surgery yet. Um, only fra- I fractured my ankle, my both wrists, um, separated my shoulders, smashed my teeth out, fractured my skull twice. Oh yeah, some of that's just being Australian. Yeah, yeah, true. Fifty percent is probably yeah. just being Australian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you watch Love on the Spectrum? No. The Australian show, The Autism oh, Love. Oh, I've heard about that. No, I haven't oh, seen dude. it yet. Makes me want autism, man. And makes me want to be Australian. Yeah? Yeah. That's a good mix. Yeah. it's a, And it's a very neck and neck mix as well, yeah. I think, you know? Um, but it's such a good show, man. Um, I'm trying to think of any other questions that I could think of that I really wanted to ask you about. Um, yeah, what do you feel like is like... Oh, dude, they have like a lot of tr- like uh, what is what is the babes like? How much babes is out there? Do they have a lot of like kind of like do a lot of the guys end up marrying girls that they meet at the track? Is it that kind of a universe? Um, it seems like kind of a like I know it's a big world, but yeah. I know it seems like a very specific group. Mm. It takes a certain person to like want to be with like an action sports athlete. So like kind of like you you're gonna be risking it with them, like. I'm sure you'd be nervous. Like, I, I couldn't do it. it. A chick that's into action sports, like, I, I'm sure I could, but I would be, like, freaking out, man. I can't watch a chick. That's one thing. I could watch a dude slam all day, laugh at it. Yeah. <laughs> but a chick, like, falling over, I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> Please don't do that. So um, I can imagine, like, it'd be hard. But, yeah, you get you get chicks coming out. I think it's more the confidence thing. Like, we're just, like so confident in our ability doesn't matter if i'm riding a scooter they're just like this guy really likes riding his scooter and he yeah. doesn't care so that's right that's it yeah i think it's confidence of anything you'd be playing a damn kazoo dude yeah you know if you're louis armstrong on that bitch and the ladies will show up <laughs> um wh- where are there better ladies you think in the u.s or australia be found or do you oh, have a do you hard have a ty- question it is a hard question but do you have a do you have a type of woman you think or that you like one of the other you american or australian mm. No, no tight. It's just like, it's like whoever is just cool, you know, like um, Australian women are a bit like, obviously we're a bit crazy. So maybe I gel better with the crazier. Yeah. Type. I love Australian women, man. Yeah. I always dreamed of maybe going to Australia, finding me a little wife or something, a little quokka, you know, yeah, a yeah. couple quokkas. Um, I don't know. If, did we, I feel like we covered a lot. Do you feel like that, Ryan? Yeah, I think it was. I think I've just been constantly talking, so that's it. Yeah, good. I'm pumped, dude. Yeah, I'm glad I don't have to speak. It's good. Oh, Dalia <laughs> oh, got up. You saw Dalia get up. That was cool. Was that a surprise? Did you know? Yeah, no, I had no clue. And like, I had been talking to him because we obviously have the we have Nitro Circus in San Bernardino, and I was like, oh, dude, get your tickets. And he's like, he was like, I don't know what my one year old's gonna do. Is he gonna just like not even understand? I was like, just get him head. Like, you got to get the headphones because the uh, the bike's pretty loud, but. It'd yeah. be sick to have him out. It was sick to to see him doing some stand up. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and yeah. congratulations on your special, dude. Oh, That's thanks, sick. man. Yeah, it's pretty. I'm definitely excited about it. Yeah. Um, somebody just sent me a picture that had a billboard in Times Square. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, that's sick. Um, yeah, it's exciting, man. I want to go tour back over in Australia. I just got to get some more jokes. I just got to get a few more stories going. Yeah, they um, it's pretty hard to get there, there now, right is now. It? Yeah, how how how? That's what I was, the last thing I was going to ask you is how ridiculous is it over there? Oh man? man, it sucks so bad. And the thing, the craziest thing is, I, when I was there, I was like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Like everyone's doing it. That's the thing when you're like blinded, when you don't, you only see what's happening in the country like oh it's okay we're all together we're doing this together for a reason right you know and then they're like oh america's so bad there's so many cases 
Like it's just be careful over there. And then I literally got here. I got got outside. Everyone, it's like totally normal. Right. And it's like maybe they make you wear a mask like here and there, but I don't have to like I don't have to quarantine for two weeks in a hotel room by myself to get into that's crazy. The country. That's, Did you have to do that when you left? No. So I just had to get uh, the um, test, right, to get on the plane. Got here. Sweet. All good. Go into the world, sir. Yeah, because Jim Jeffries just had a tour scheduled in Australia, right? His home country, right? Yeah. He goes back for two weeks. He's in his hotel. Yeah. And on the last day, this and he's going to start his tour right after that. All the tickets are sold. Yeah. They came to him. They said that three people down the block had just gotten COVID and he has to go back to America now and his tour was canceled. Could you fucking... That would make me kill somebody. I feel like that would make me kill someone way more. Man, I, I, they've opened up a little bit in uh, certain states, so I'm gonna just go chill there because I'm not. I can't sit in a room for two weeks, dude. It's well, like yeah, well, it's like a prison. Oh, I can only yeah. I I mean, even when you go to like um, if you go to like other parts of America, it's even more than just totally normal. And you're yeah. like, even coming to Los Angeles seems really, really yeah. Like, I, I was in like Nashville, and that was just so wild. Oh yeah, it was it's so open. sick. Yeah, it was so were you guys fun. outdoors there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this tour, we've been doing baseball stadiums all outdoors. It's actually funny because the motor ramp, we can't do that motor ramp indoors because they'll, they'll hit the roof. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. What's the highest ramp that's built right now for you guys to be able to use? Um, So the ramp that the guy did the quad backflip off, I think it's like 20 foot. Like, and that's to go forward. That's not like the air to come back down. It's like a quad flip ramp what's the safest ramp that they can you can technically use right now mm, the not the one that we use on tour is about 16 foot off the ground could yeah. you it, it could they build a 30 foot ramp if you wanted or you wouldn't be able to get to the top of it you'd have to just go so fast but they could do it like and if someone wants to do five flips that's how it goes like if you want to do more things in the air it, it even though it sounds like crazier to have that big ramp it's just going to give you that more time to like get the trick done yeah because it's like right now you just pushed for time in the air oh i see but yeah. so do you want more time up there you think yeah you do yeah i'll, I'll just stay up there yeah dude look. <laughs> well when you come back down make sure to come back to the podcast man. <laughs> yeah for sure all right ryan williams man uh you guys can check him out uh we'll put all of his links and everything bro Thanks so much, dude. Thanks so much for having me. This is like being a dream. I've watched this podcast for so, so long. I think like four, four or five years. I know years you and I've been you. communicating for years, man. Yeah. So it's really, really cool, man. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. I love Australia, man. And um, I think you might be our first Australian guest. So, oh no, except for Chris Lilly. Yeah, yeah. Chilling. So, but fucking pretty sweet Dude, company, I'm pumped man. on that. Thank yeah. you so much. Cheers, man. Cheers. Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this peace of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take a little time For me to set that parking brake and let myself all wild shine that light on me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. 
Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.